How long we've known each other, Ken? I ever break a promise to you? I will put you in the driver's seat at Le Mans. You just shut your mouth and let me do my thing. All right. Morning, Shelby. Morning, Molly. I'm yours. I'll go to hell. And that's it, folks. Ferrari wins the 24 hours of Le Mans for the fifth consecutive year. Mr. Ford, Ferrari has a message for you, sir. What did he say? He said Ford makes ugly little cars in ugly factories. And, uh, he called you fat, sir. We're gonna bury Ferrari at Le Mans. So the great Carol Shelby is gonna build a car to beat Ferrari with a Ford. Correct. And how long did you tell them you needed? Two or three hundred years? Ninety days. <laughs> Ford hates guys like us because we're different. He's difficult. Ken? No, no, Ken's a puppy dog. It's awful. There's a problem. The computer will find it. Get some scotch tape and a ball of wool. What are they doing? Making your car faster. Oh, Ken Miles is not a Ford man. We're on the verge of something. And now you tell me that I can't have the best man in the world behind the wheel? Give me one reason why I don't fire everyone starting with you. Well, sir, we're lighter, we're faster. So nice. And that don't work, we're nastier. Go ahead, girl. Go to war. You got a plan. It's high risk. I thought the whole point was to win the damned race. If this were a beauty pageant, we just lost. Looks on everything. Ba 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 ba. This is your seven. That's right, your seven. This is your seven of movie mom. For 30 days, I'll watch 30 movies and do 30 podcasts. It's day 27. Welcome back to Movie Month, everybody. It's day 27. 27 days down and three more to go. Ladies and gentlemen, today I watched the 2019 Matt Damon Christian Bale race car movie Ford versus Ferrari or Ford v. Ferrari, Dawn of Justice, whatever you want to call it. I have to tell you, when I first saw this trailers for this movie I thought what who can what is this all about and then I started seeing a couple more trailers like wow that looks pretty good uh, I feel like it's gonna be a really good movie that no one's going to see 
And then I was completely wrong, obviously, about that. It did really well at the box office, got rave reviews, went on to get nominated for Best Picture, uh, went on to, um, I think, win some awards in sound editing and film editing. And I was like, okay, I got to see this movie. I don't know anything about cars. And I don't care about, like, NASCAR or race cars or anything. I'm not a car guy. Okay? I, I drive a Kia Sportage. Uh, and I have to tell you that from the beginning to the end, I friggin' loved this movie. I loved the race car aspect of it. I loved the science aspect of it, where they're trying to, you know, oh, the draft and fix this and this, that. I loved the kind of the um, team trying to solve a problem aspect. I loved Everything about this movie, including the acting and just just everything. I like this movie a lot. Um, okay, that's it. I think I'm done. No. Now let's talk about the plot of the movie. If, if you haven't seen the movie, I mean, sorry. You, you're too late at this point. It's about, um, I was going to say it's about Gerald Ford and, and John, John Ferrari. Um, so there's this race. Called the Twenty Four Hours of Le Mans or Le Mans or Le Mans, and it is a big deal race that happens in France. And the movie <clears throat> and the movie opens with this race, and Matt Damon's character Carol Shelby uh, is driving this race, and we kind of see him, you know, in the race. It looks pretty freaking wild that this race is like on stretches of regular road it's not a reg- it's not one of, like a, a race car race that you see on tv today where it's just you know a bunch four left turns over and over um and these this is and these race cars are like crazy because you're like sitting in this like um it's just you're sitting in this race car where your head's like exposed it's crazy so um it kind of shows Matt Damon driving in this thing and like, you know, like getting tired, getting tired and then fades away. And we, we open up to Matt Damon at a doctor's office. Um, and the doctor's like, listen, you can't be doing this anymore. You know, I think he was the last American or the only American to win the 24 hours in Le Mans, Le Mans, Le Mans. And um, his doctor's basically telling him because he's got a heart issues, he cannot drive and race cars anymore. So he doesn't drive or race cars anymore. But he still builds cars and runs racing teams. And he does this with his with this driver he has. He has a team of people. There's this guy Pops, who I know from Deadwood. There's a couple other guys that I don't recognize. And then his one of his mechanics and drivers is Ken Miles, uh, played by Christian Bale. And, like, I think this is... Christian Bale's actual accent, I, the guy can do anything, but I think, I mean, he's, but he's Welsh, right? So that's probably even still different than this. He's playing a British guy in this one. I never know what the real Christian Bale accent is, but I feel like this one is it, right? I think. Anyway, this guy is, um, he's a mechanic who's a family man, um, but he's a little hot-tempered. Uh, like he, he, some guy's fixing his car and he just, he doesn't think the guy even deserves to have those cars, so he insults them. Um, he, we see him working, um, you know, fixing a car for a race, and the guy tells him that his hood is um, not um, not up to snuff. I can't think of not you know proper. 
I can't think up to code or whatever for the race. So he takes a hammer, he smashes, smash, smash, smashes the the the, the trunk in. He's like, "Is it good enough now?" And um, uh, Matt Damon and him like get into a verbal argument. He throws a wrench at Matt Damon, crashes the window of his own car, but he still drives it. So I thought I thought we were going to get one kind of guy that this guy was a piece of like like a real jerk the whole movie, but he could race, so who cares? And he wasn't that way. He was great to his wife, great to his kid, and he, him and Matt Damon had their moments, had their disagreements, but um, they never, they were never like enemies or anything like that. What I liked about this is there wasn't any over-melodrama added in, you know, where there's, you know, the wife at home is having issues. I mean, you know, she got pissed at him for not telling him something, and it was over in a scene. Uh, him and the kid, they got along fine. You know, there was never... The kid got scared for his dad. Okay, you know, obviously we know how this movie ends. Um, I, I don't even know... Do I go through the whole thing? So, okay. So, they are um, a small race team doing small races. And Ken Miles wins these races because he's really good. Um, at the same time, we look over at the Ford Motor Company. The Ford Motor Company, everyone knows, Ford Motor, right? They are the creators of the automobile. And we see this um, this factory going on, and we see a bunch of suits, and one of them is John Barenthal. And he's Lee Iacocca, um, which is a very famous name in automotive. Uh, but so, so is Shelby, and of course it's Ford. I, don't, I was not familiar at all with Ken Miles, but Shelby is like, isn't that the car that has the Cobra logo on it, the Shelby? And we see Cobra in this, I'm pretty sure. That's like a very famous kind of, Muscle car, right? Is it, is it a Mustang? Is it Shelby? Are they all kind of tied together? I don't know. But Shelby is a name I recognize. Um, so at Ford Motors, he shuts down. They go, shut down the, uh, the assembly line. And he's like trying to make a, a, um, a point. He goes, this is what would happen if the, we, we shut down. You know, my um, grandfather... Was it great-grandfather or grandfather? Henry Ford I. This guy's Henry Ford II, or they call him Deuce, the Deuce, which I kind of liked. Um, my grandfather was, um, you know, was a dreamer. He was leaving a business, a um, walking home from work one day where he had an idea. And 60 years later, we're selling millions of automobiles and blah, 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 blah. I want you all to walk home today, and you come back to me tomorrow with an idea. For those of you who don't have ideas... Don't even bother coming back to work. And one, we don't see anything come of that except one man's idea. And that's Lee Iacocca, John Barathal. His idea is Ferrari. Ferrari. What do you know about Ferrari? They, they don't make even close to the amount of cars that Ford makes every year. Except they are seen as um, these high-end automotives, automotives, cars, automobiles. Uh, and they win the, the, this race every year, this 24-hour in Le Mans race every year, and they, they're bragging that they win these races every year. And they, are, they don't make as many cars, and they sell them for so much more because they're high-end luxury. But they're losing money. They're losing money, so we should get into racing with them. So the first idea is we go, they go to Ferrari. They go all the way to Italy, and they offer to buy Ferrari basically to become a partner with them, a 90-10 partner in the cars. It's Ford, Ferrari. In the racing, it's Ferrari, Ford, where Ferrari 
runs and owns 90% of the racing. And there's some Italian spoken back and forth. And he's like, you know, we're concerned that if we if you don't want us to race, we can't race. And he's like, yeah, that is kind of that would be part of the deal. While this is going on, this one guy snaps a photo, shows that Ford and Ferrari are kind of meeting, runs off to the Fiat plant and says, the Ford and Ferrari are meeting. And they make a phone call um, to uh, Ferrari and offer to buy them. I think I, I'm not great with uh, English, so forgive me if I don't know Italian. But he offered, I thought he offered $20 million. I believe he offered $10 million to purchase Ferrari. This is in 1960-something. So Fiat comes in and offers $18 million. And he insults the guy from Ford. He insults Henry Ford, saying he's not Henry Ford. He's Henry Ford II. All these terrible things he insults him with. And basically, get out of here. Now Fiat has bought um, Ferrari and Ford is left in the dust. So... They go home, and Mr. Ford's like, what did he say? He said, you know, he insulted Americans and said all our mothers and, and wives and blah, blah, blah. What did he say about me? He said, you're, he says, you're a blowhard and you're fat and you're not Henry Ford. You're Henry Ford II. And then he looks at him. He's like, I want you to put together a car. I want to build a car, and I want to smoke these guys out of the water. So that insult made Henry Ford his pride that he needs to, he wants to put together a team. That's where John Barenthal goes to Matt Damon's office. He goes to Shelby because he knows Shelby makes, can race cars and makes race cars. And they're like, I want to, uh, can you do this? And he ends up talking Matt Damon into it because it seems like a challenge. Matt Damon goes to Christian Bale and says, listen, this is, we're going to be doing this. We're going to try to, to take a car to beat Ferrari. And he's like, Ferrari? You can't beat Ferrari with a Ford? Um... I was talking like that all day. Uh, and they're like, yes, we can. So then it's like, you know, building, racing, trying, attempting. Um, oh, also, um, so before he offers, he, he says he'll do it. He'll help with them. Um, he takes him to check out the car. He drives him over at night, picks him up at night, take him to, to test the car out. That pissed his wife off because... His wife, he, they're having money trouble. The IRS sees their, his garage because it wasn't making any money. He's racing. He's not making him any money. So he needs to just get a nine-to-five job to make some money. So he says he's not going to race anymore. Then he goes off with Matt Damon. She's like, what the hell is this? He's like, he offered me a job. Um, you know, racing. I just said I'd look at it. I'm not doing anything. I haven't said anything yet. And he goes, well, what's the offer? He's like, $200 a day plus expenses. She's like, what? You have to take it. So he ends up taking this job to go build the perfect car for them. And they, you know, they're building it. Now they, we have the suits. There's the suits in Detroit. And there, um, there's a guy, I forget his name. I've seen him in so many things. And for the most part, I believe he plays a douchebag in just about every scene. Everything he is. He's kind of the number two to, um, to Matt, not Matt Damon. He's number two to, to Ford. So he, so he, um, what the hell happens? They plan, get everything together to do this race. And because, um, Christian Bale is kind of a jerk and jerky, he decides to, uh, they, they say, you can't run the race. We want more Ford people to be running this race. If you know what I mean? People we actually can trust to run this race, the first race, because they're doing races before the 24 hour to kind of get ready. And, and I don't know if they're qualifying races or what. Um, 
but they go without Christian Bale, leave him behind. But he doesn't quit the team. He just gets back to work. You know, he realizes he's got a family, so he's responsible that way. Even while they're in France doing this race, he's there, um, you know, listening, working, but listening on the radio. There's this one shot where it, I don't know, it just, I don't know, it was definitely deliberate because they're in an airplane hangar where they do all this stuff. And then a, a plane goes by and it makes this light and a silhouette and Christian Bale looks up and the silhouette makes the, the cars in the room look like they're going by. Now, I, I took looked at it two ways. Are they going by like they're racing? To me, it looked more like they were going by in an assembly line you know, representing Ford, you know, like Ford is this assembly line. Uh, when they went to Italy, it showed one man making the engine, one man making uh, the, the transmission, like they have craftsmen making these cars. Um, but in Ford, Ford has an uh, assembly line. So it's a, it's a different way of doing it. And for some reason that, it was almost like the, the, the looming shadow of Ford over your shoulder. I don't know, maybe I'm reading stuff into this. James Mangold directed this. He's directed a bunch of great things. Um, and this is one of them. So they lose the race, obviously. Uh, they don't do very good because they don't, they, they don't know how to drive the car properly. Um, and, you know, this, this, this isn't just put your foot on the gas and go. So they, um, Matt Damon comes back and he's like, uh, he goes into uh, Henry Ford's office and he's like, uh, you know, why did we lose? He goes, well, I think we, ha- we actually worked out pretty good. Uh, I think we have... He goes, wait, before I came in here, Matt Damon was awesome in this too. He's like, I watched this red folder go from five different hands before I went to yours. And all these different people are doing these things. And I just want to report. He basically says, there's too many people, too many middlemen. I want to report directly to you. And I need to tell you something. That Ferrari, um, you know, we have them right where they want them. He's like, why do you say that? He goes, because on the open track, we beat them. We drove faster than them. So now they know we are faster than them. And they're scared. You're welcome. He says, you're welcome. Friggin' awesome. The way he's, he just kind of stood up to Henry Ford the second like that. And this guy seems to be, he's a rich boy who um, is very prideful. Um, and he, because of that, he's like, you know, he, gave, he basically gives Matt Damon, he goes, you report directly to me going forward. So you seem like that would get rid of this middleman, the jerk, but he's not gone. He's never gone. So now they're planning races and they go to, um, wait, wait, what happens now? Oh, um, I forget. I'm all over the place. But they still don't want, oh, they still don't want, um, I, I'm probably wrong, but it, they don't want Ken Mills driving this, right? They don't want him driving this car. Um, but they all come to visit one day. Now, I forget, somebody warned them. I think it was Lee Iacocca called and warned them and says, listen, they're coming down. They want to see the car. They want to see what's going. They don't want, um, I don't think they want Ken riding this race. You know, they're going to try to talk you out of it or something or get someone else to drive it. So um, they get there. And this is one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. And I'm sure I'm all over the place. But they get there and um, that middleman guy comes in. Matt's like, come on, come on. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's go in here. And he's, while he's talking to this guy, he's closing the blinds. And the guy's not paying attention. He's like, yeah, I think this is great that we could talk about this. He's like, sure, sure, sure. Just hold on one second. Closes the door and locks him in his office. And then the guy's banging on the door. People are turning on the engine so they can't hear him. He takes, he's like, Mr. Ford, come on, let's go for a ride. You want to try it out? 
because he's like, I paid nine million dollars for a car. I might as well see what it looks like. He goes, Come on, you won't you won't get appreciated until you get in. He gets in the car with Ford. <clears throat> this is Matt Damon, who you remember is a race car driver too. He takes that car and just tears up the course to the point where he's like, whoa, 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 freaking out like Ford. Then when it's all over, Ford just weeps. He weeps and starts crying. And at first I thought he was crying because he felt scared. But I think he was crying because he, he's like, I get it now. He, he was like, I wish my grandfather could see this. The, the, what they made. I think just made him think of his parent, his father, his father, the father before him, the lineage of Ford. I think it was more like, I can't believe this. And he's like, do you understand now? And do you understand why I need um, Ken, Mil- Ken Mills, Miles, Ken Mills, I forget already, um, to be driving this, uh, this car. He's like, yes, yes, I get it. Whatever you need, whatever you need. And um, it was Miles, Miles, which is always funny because the guy's last name is Miles and he's driving for Miles. <clears throat> so he's like, listen. It, I'm, I'm going to, we need Ken Miles racing his car in Daytona. If he wins, he gets to drive in, in Le Mans. If he loses, you get Shelby Automotive 100%. And of course, he wins. Now, they talk about a lot in this movie, um, 7,000 RPMs. You got to hit 7,000. When you hit 7,000 RPMs in a car, it's like you don't even feel like you're in the car anymore. It's just you're one with the earth. You're one with the world. And I was driving my Kia Sportage today on the on the highway, and I couldn't help but, like, I want to shake shake my hands a little like I'm on a race car. Uh, and I'm like, zoom, zoom, I'm going to bring it up to 65, whoa. And I look down, and I'm just, I'm, like, a little higher than 2,000 RPMs. And I'm thinking, and I just look at that, that red marker all the way on the other side of the dial, the 7,000, 8,000 RPMs, I'm like, I think this car would explode if I tried to do that. Like the idea of this, the the power and the speed that these cars are going, you you like. I mean, you can't get a real appreciation. I'm not a race car fan, but I always appreciate when you when they show from inside the cockpit of the race car, and how you know fast and how powerful these things are going. Like that part is intri- is at least interesting to me, um, and I'm always fascinated by the pit. I don't understand pit crews. I always feel like, well, if you pull over, everyone's passing you. But then they have to pull over too, so then you catch up. It's, but it's always fascinating to see how, how quickly, like if, if I um, have a flat tire, like my first thought is like, I must um, open up the trunk and sit there and then call AAA and um, wait for them to come and change the tire for me. And these guys are like switching tires out. It's, uh, it's very cool. So there's the, there's the big race in Daytona, which I guess was 24 hours also. So I guess the 24-hour races are a thing. Um, but this is on a track and, uh, what's cool is they switch out racers. So it's a team of racers. So it's not Christian Bale all the time, but when it's Christian Bale, he's, he's the one kicking most ass and they do win. Um, so he is going to France with them. And and then one day they're testing a car out and they realize they're going too fast. They don't have any brakes. Christian Bale crashes. The car bursts into flames. He gets out of the car fine. And the kid's nervous. He's like, um, he asked that guy, Pops, one of the guys who works in the crew, he's like, uh, have you ever been on fire before? He's like, no, but that's a fire retardant suit. And he's like, yeah, but this race car driver had a fire retardant suit and he died. It's like, that's true, but he couldn't get out of the car. Uh, and it was smoke. So as long as you get out of the car, you should be fine. And your dad, he always gets out of the car. Foreshadowing. So, I mean, I feel like I like there's a lot going on here that I'm not remembering. So, oh, but... Before the Daytona stuff, before all this, 
he um, before he locks the guy in the room, Christian Bale he goes over to Christian Bale's house, and he wants to apologize for not driving him. And this was kind of a fun scene because Christian Bale punches him in the nose. They wrestle around and fight. And while they're wrestling and fighting, the wife just takes a, a, a chair and puts it down and watches them. Like, this is something they've done multiple times over the years. Um, and um, it was just, it was, it was a fun scene. It was a fun scene that you just see there's like a, there's a brotherhood between the two of them. Now, they still don't want Ken Miles driving this car because... Uh, the guy says he's a beatnik, and he's like a beatnik. He drove a tank in the in the war. In in you know, he was in World War Two. He's a war he's a war veteran. He's a hero. He's not a that's not a beatnik. Um, so that was just, there was just like a lot of the pushback of the suits of Ford. They didn't want this to happen, but eventually they get to Le Mans and they race against. You know they have Ferrari right there. This race, and I'm sure I'm missing tons of stuff. I don't know. I watched it. Um, I finished it, watched it this morning, and I just was like, I can't believe how much I enjoyed this movie. It is one of those movies, again, if it's on, I'm just going to sit there and watch it. It's one of the, it's become one of those rewatchable movies that are, like, if it's ever, if it hits the TNT circuit and you're flipping by and you see it, you're like, oh, I'm going to watch this for a half hour. That's how good it is. That's how much I enjoyed it. Um, so they get to Le Mans, and they make, you know, they're ready to race, um, they, they, they at home they they have it on TV so they, they his kid and wife can watch it from home. Um, this race is wild because it's not you're not in your car and gentlemen start your engines. It's you're standing there, all right, and um, you're standing there and then they you know they say go. You run to your car, get in your car and take off as fast as you can. Some cars don't even don't even make it out of that like they're trying so hard to to get out of the start block that they're crashing and smashing already and this race goes on and on and they're switching cars out and switching in and one of the things they noticed because remember the brakes they lost the brakes and there was the the um the fire is these brakes run too hot so they developed a new system and i wonder is this something that has been adopted as a major nascar thing today i wonder this um it's funny in Daytona they said, "How come they pit so fast?" Because they have a NASCAR crew, so NASCAR must you know know to pit faster. I don't know. That was I just was something that caught my attention. But they developed a system, or they, and they showed them kind of drawing it out and trying to plan it. Where you don't just change the brake pads; you change the brakes entirely. You take the new the old brakes off, you put the new brakes in, and they're like, "Is it is that against the rules?" They go, "Well, it doesn't say anything. It says you can replace parts, and this is a part." So they get to Le Mans, they do the race. At one point, they have to change, swap the brakes out. And there's like, no, 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 this is against the, this is against the rules, against the rules. It's like, what are you talking about it's against the rules? He's like, you look in your book and tell me where that's against the rules. You said we could change our parts. This is a part just like anything else. Get, you don't tell me those rules. And the guy, I think they, this guy was trying to, um, he was from Ferrari, you know, and they, this Ferrari always wins, always wins. Well, then and it looked like finally they have competition, so they're trying to, you know, poke holes and figure out ways to stop these guys. Um, oh, I like at one point during the race, 24-hour race, that um, Henry Ford leaves by helicopter. He's like, have a good dinner, sir. He leaves there to go eat dinner somewhere else. And and Ferrari's like, look at this Ford guy. He's supposed to be the biggest automotive maker in the world, and he's leaving by a helicopter to go eat dinner someplace. And uh, they're like, he's probably going to have a good dinner. He's like, probably, you think? Uh, but while that happens, uh, and he comes back, 
the, the, that second guy in command, who I guess was the head of racing, now says he has this idea where, oh, at one point, Christian Bale just opens it up. He doesn't care. He opens it up and laps these guys. He's in. He's out in the lead. He kills it. It was awesome. Like, Ferrari's car kind of busted. it. So he's definitely going to win. And the four guys like, listen, um, you, need to, uh, you need to tell him to slow down. How great would it be, sir, if the first three cars that crossed the finish line, one, two, and three, were all four together? What a photograph that would be. And, you know, Christian Bale's like a lap ahead of these guys. And like, what? Are you crazy? So Matt Damon's pissed off. And, but he comes to him. He's like, listen, this is what they want to do. He goes, I'm not telling you. You don't have to do that. You do whatever you want. It's your car. It's, he goes, it's my car. It's, it's his car. It's his race, his car. He takes it and he rides and he takes off so fast. He's already ahead of everybody. He still blazes everybody and then does, does the perfect lap. His son's like, it's the perfect lap because he, the, the son drew a map uh, of, the la- of the track and he kind of showed all the, the different places. He's like, that's the perfect lap. And he runs it. He runs the perfect lap. He breaks so many records there that he's breaking his own record over and over and over again. And he's holding like the three or four records. And then he's sitting there. He's looking around. He's, he's all by himself. And he realizes, you know what? I'm going to do this. This is what they want. I'm going to do it. So he downshifts, lets the other two guys catch up with him, smiles. They all nod to each other. And then they all three cross the finish line together. I thought the other two guys should hold back and let him cross the finish line together, but they all cross it together. Uh, and yay, yay, yay. And then it turns out, well, he started closer to the starting point than another guy. So the other guy who was further back technically won the race. So he didn't even win the race. And Christian Bale just looks dejected. He's like, Matt's like, I didn't know. I didn't know. that." He goes, they robbed you. They robbed you. I think it was Pops who said that. They robbed him. Um, and of course, someone that they prefer, someone that's, you know, maybe more, um, milk toast and smiles, probably an American, uh, is the winner. So yay. Um, but they, um, Christian Bale's like, well, you promised me the, 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 ro- the drive. You didn't promise me the win. Uh, so he's, he's, he puts his arm around him. He's like, you know, <clears throat> I have some ideas that we can make it better. And it's already like, let's move on to next year, uh, because, they're going to keep doing this and keep doing this. And at the end, you see that this was 66. And it shows that Ford won in 66, 67, 68, and 69. The only, um, I think it was the last, the only four times in a row at U.S. Or maybe the last time U.S. won. I don't know. But that was it for Ford, those, those four years, because of the Shelby and the GT um, and what Ken Miles did. But we come back, and they're working on a new car. And he's like, well, we got the new honeycomb system in there. And he takes it out on a drive. I should have seen this coming. Uh, and then we have Matt Damon doing the speech. It was almost the same speech that Christian Bale gave, I thought, talking about 7,000 RPMs. And once you hit 7,000, you know, it's like you become one with the world and, like, you're weightless and nothing else matters. It's just you in the car um, at 7,000. You know, it's, and then we see he has brake issues again. He has brake issues, and we look far off in the distance, and the car is like, you know, we see the car smoke in the air and the car hits the um you know hits something and we see smoke and we see an explosion go up and everyone runs out there like oh we're out there and ken i mean um shelby's running out there matt damien looks back at the sun because his son's been there and um pita and runs off they never say it they never say it but he died he died in a car crash he didn't get out um 
we come we fast forward and it's it's months later and there's someone else racing the car. Matt Damon doesn't really like him. Someone's trying to buy some race cars. Matt Damon's not really into that. Pops is like, listen, we need you out there. He's like, what do you need me out there for? He goes, what do you need me to, to smile and look pretty for these cars? What do you need me for? Um, and the guy, he's like, uh, it's been six months, okay? Sometimes people, sometimes they don't get out of the car. And then Matt Damon goes back to visit his, um, his uh, to visit Christian Bale's family, visit Christian Bale's uh, wife, and kid, but he doesn't get to the wife. He just sees the kid, and they have a little talk. And he's like, "Well, I was going to, I was going to say something, but words don't do anything. But tools, tools can be used to fix things." And he gives him his dad's wrench, and he's like, "Your daddy was, you know." He said he gave him real nice compliments about him. Um, and then he goes, "My, I gotta go. My, me mom wants me. I don't. That's sure. That's what he said." But he goes, and then she wave, He waves to her, the, the wife. The wife waves back, and it's kind of a nice little thing. Uh, and then he gets in his car, and just like at the beginning when he leaves the doctor's office, he rips out and tears out. Like he's like he's not going to change. He's still going to drive like a maniac. He's still a race car driver. That's his. That's who he is at heart, and that is where the movie ends. Um, I skipped a bunch of stuff. At one point, they went to a car show and like to to, to display the Mustang, and Christian Bale just shit all over it, which was awesome. Um, and you know, um, Matt Damon. Uh, it takes a private jet there, but then he's like, can I land the plane? And they're like, ah, he goes, no, seriously, I, I flew in the war. So he, he gets in the, the airplane. He, he kind of uh, does a, um, I don't know what they call that, when they when they buzz over, but he buzzes over, and they're like, who's driving that? And Christian Bale's like, I have an idea who it is. And then he gets out of the airplane. He gives a little speech about, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, um, we're going to take down Ferrari with our race car. I'm Carol Shelby, and I, I make race cars. And I, he goes, there are people who like doing, you know, I was always told that if you're, if you find something that you love doing and can work at that, that you're never going to work a day in your life. But sometimes it's something that you have to do. And I know two people that are like that. Me and Christian Bale's ready to think it's he's talking to him and Henry Ford. And it was like, okay, I get it. I get it. Oh my goodness, a crow. And, um, it was just like, that was a cool scene. But again, I thought it would be like melodrama. Nothing really came of that, which I liked. I like that it was just like, oh, that's not nice, but they get over it. I like that there wasn't, like, real issues with the wife or any issues with the kid or anything like that. It just, like, every time something happens, I'm going, uh-oh, this is going to... And I'm thinking of, you know, melodramatic, um, you know, um, tropey cinema of Hollywood, and they don't have that in this. It was just, this is what happened. I don't know how much of it's factual. I have no idea. Um, but it did make me interested in them. And if there's a documentary, I'd like to watch that and see what that's about. Is it going to make me watch NASCAR on the weekends? It is not. But I do appreciate these things. And I don't know. Is the 24-hour in Le Mans, is that still a thing? I have no idea. I want to look that up. So I just thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Look, I don't know anything about prisons, but I like Shawshank. This movie is like that. It's, this movie's not like that. But what I'm saying is it has that rewatchability of it. That, like, when it's on TV, I could sit there and just get lost in it again. And it's long, too. It's two and a half hours long. And it didn't feel it. It just felt right. It felt like that was a good amount of time for this movie. This movie deserved to be that long because it was that good. And the acting was just like Christian Bale. just friggin' like, you know, he can be um, friggin' he can be the vice president of the United States. What's his name? I can't even think of it. Then he'll switch over and he'll be like this junkie boxer. He'll be a, a psycho killer. He'll be friggin' Batman. And then he'll do something like this where he's just playing a guy. A little eccentric, um, but like just... Unbelievable. 
I don't know what it's like. It's not even. It's nothing over the top. There's nothing like crazy about his his performance. He's just a friggin' amazing actor who just gives an amazing performance. And Matt Damon, even Matt Damon, he's got he adds a little southern drawl to him. Sometimes Matt Damon makes some bad movies. Sometimes he makes some great movies. This is a great one. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie, and I recommend it. If you haven't seen it, I spoil it for you. I don't care. I'm sure if you obviously you've seen it, right? You because you're at this point, you obviously must agree with me. You have to be agreeing with me, right? You must. All right, that's it. I'm done. I can't think of anything else more to talk about. So here we are, ladies and gentlemen. It's 27 days in the books. This is it. This is where you look and you start saying, that's it. There's no more Saturdays. This is the last Saturday. There's only three movies left. And I know exactly what all three movies are. Now, on Monday, I'm back at work. But that's, a, that's kind of a break in the holiday. Like, I was supposed to have a full vacation uh, through July 1st. But I'm needed on Monday. And I go where I'm needed. So on Tuesday, I have the day off again. So the plan is to watch my last movie Tuesday morning. And it's a doozy. Um, Monday, I don't know, maybe I'll watch a little before work, after work, and then tomorrow I'm watching, um, uh, you know, the three movies I have left. These movies, one of them, and two of them was definitely on the list. The third one got added later. And if you've been paying attention this uh, month, you have a good idea of what that movie is. And I'm probably going to watch that one tomorrow. So, (laughs) my friends, wow. I can't believe it. June is almost done. Then July comes. In July, we go dormant. We go quiet. You're not going to hear from me. But you will hear from me again. You will hear from me sooner than next June. You will hear from me in August. And that's all I'm going to say right now. But that is for another month. That is for another podcast. Well, no, it's this podcast, but it's for another project. And um, I'm not going to talk about it now. But what I am going to talk about is where you can find me online. We have a website, fansnotexperts.com. That's where all our podcasts are. If you go there now, you can't help but find Movie Month. You'll see everything we do. It's all right there. We have a Facebook page, Fans Not Experts. If you go on Facebook and you look up Fans Not Experts, give us a like. Um, We don't do much there, but it'd be cool to get likes. Maybe if we had more likes, we do more? I don't know. But really, it's just a place for me to post mostly movie month stuff. And I'll be posting stuff for August. Um, the big thing, the big place to find me, obviously, besides the podcast, uh, which is Geek Mentality, which you can find on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Podbean. Um, uh, um, Podbean? Maybe? I don't know. Um all those freaking places, Stitcher, whatever, who cares? If you have a podcast app, type in Geek Mentality, you should find it. And the fact that you're listening means you probably already did find it, unless you're on the website, which is cool. But if you're on the podcast, look for the website. If you're on the website, look for the podcast. Who gives a shit? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at Geek Mentality, all one word. We're 27 days down, three more to go. I'll see you tomorrow. But until then, here is my theme song. This is my podcast. I made it. Geek Mentality is what I named it, and I think you should listen and subscribe, cause I'm kinda funny and awesome, I think that I'm worth your time, and I'm kinda handsome, my mom says... 
please listen in. Please subscribe. At least listen to this episode. Fans not experts.